We've spent the whole week talking about using Thanksgiving to create a grateful heart, and now we're on the other side of Thanksgiving. This is Friday. We want to continue that thought. How do we help our children be truly grateful? Welcome to another edition of Parenting on Purpose with Dr. Bob Barnes from Sheridan House Family Ministries. I'm your host, Ruthie J, and this week we've been talking about raising a child that's got a grateful heart. Uh, yesterday was a great beginning to the Christmas season. It kind of launches off with Thanksgiving Day, but I think it's great it launches off with Thanksgiving because it sets the heart in the right place. I don't think it's just a coincidence. I don't believe in coincidence anyway, but I, I don't think it's just this, huh, that's interesting that Thanksgiving mm-hmm. is right before getting called Christmas. I think we have so often a careful edged out the fact that Christ is the center of Christmas and there's this tree and all of these things initially had symbols that pointed to Christ because he was crucified on a tree and the lights on the tree were the light of the world and the bulbs on the tree were fragile when it comes off when it separates itself from the tree or the cross and you're on your own you're very everything has a you know from the crisp candy cane on out but what happens is we've begun almost just coming to the symbol and forgetting about what it symbolizes thanksgiving grateful heart giving thanks to god for the pilgrims did that they're still around what's left of them and that the god had sent them the indians the proclamation from the governor all the things we talked about yesterday from governor bradford of that first group all the things we talked about yesterday but now leveraging it as we're heading into christmas what can we do for others what can we buy for others how do we do this and how do we make thanksgiving and this season a memorial marker interesting thing with joshua joshua saw something that was missing in the hebrew nation they They crossed over the parting of a water, the Red Sea, and they quickly forgot the parting of the water experience. It's it's kind of amazing. We all, you know, you hear people say, you know, well, if I got to walk with Jesus and saw those miracles, I would never doubt at all. Hmm. And yet yet the disciples continually doubted. Uh, And if I got to be with Moses and see, wow, manna every day outside the tent, you just stick your hand outside while you're groggy and pulling something to eat. If I got to see that, I would never, ever doubt. And yet... The parting of the waters is one of the most amazing scenes in all of Christendom because that's part of our faith. The the fact that Moses stands there, all is done, it's the final moment, the waters get parted. In fact, I got to tell you that one of the great miracles of the parting of the waters is that they actually walked across it. Yeah. Uh, I think I'd have said, Ruthie, you go on ahead, text me when you get to the other side. (laughs) I want to make sure you got across. They went across, they had to be weeping and singing and ecstatic. But once they're over that hurdle, they're whining about this and whining about that. They forgot. So Joshua said, when the parting of the Jordan took place, he said, you know what? We need a memorial marker. Yes. And he said, I want two piles of rocks. I want a pile of rock in the middle of the Jordan that'll always be there. No one will ever touch that one. It's in the middle of Jordan. And I want to hit one here on land. And then Joshua says, so that when the children ask, what's that? Oh, that's a great story, let me tell you. Yeah. When our children ask, what's that? Oh, that's a turkey. (laughs) What's that? Oh, that's a Christmas tree. What's that? Oh, honey, that's the meaning of Christmas. That's Santa Claus. (laughs) We have totally forgotten, and the evil one who prowls like a roaring lion Mm -hmm. has propped up these little symbols and made the symbols more elaborate so that we forget. Do I have a Christmas tree? Absolutely, I have a Christmas tree. But I tell the story. Mm -hmm. Is life all about the gifts underneath? No. But here's something that happened one Christmas that was very interesting. I was filling in at a church called Wayside Baptist Church as their interim in Kendall, and Christmas fell on a Sunday 
and I announced to the kids Saturday night, we did the Christmas Eve service down there, and we came back, and I said, okay, tomorrow morning we're going to get up and we're going to go to church. And they said, no, no, it's good. we're going to church on Christmas? <laughs> yes, and I said, well, well, we're going to church on Christmas, number one, because it's Sunday, but number two, because that's what Christmas is all about. Jesus' birthday. Yes, and they had such a hard time as, as an eight-year-old and, wow. and a five-year-old grasping that. This is the time to leverage Thanksgiving to continue the grateful heart. But it is, let's tell everybody who we are. We're not just a family that does soccer together. We're a family that worships Christ, and that means giving. And you know what? We have to expect as parents that kids are going to react like that. What? We have to go to church again? Or, you know, things, reactions like that. And that's where you teach by example and also by saying, no, you know what? We define ourselves by this. God does come first, and this is what it looks like for God to come first. I'm sorry you're not happy right now. Your happiness and joyfulness is not the number one need right now. Right now, it's our time to honor God. And we're going to do it as a family. So not just making the statement, but actually doing it with your family, whether they're complaining or not, is They are going to complain. I know. They're kids, If right? they don't complain, bring them to us for help. I mean, they are going <laughs> to complain. I, but it becomes who you are. My pastor, every Christmas morning, three children, every Christmas morning, they got up first. They went out to the Broward County Ladies Facility Prison. Every Christmas morning, his wife played this little portable keyboard. She's a phenomenal pianist. He and the kids sang, and then he did a sermon every Christmas morning, and then they went home and opened gifts. Mm. That's what they Others started. There, that's right. Others first. And I, his his children are my friends. And his, did his children love it? No, they didn't. But you know what? They do today. And one of his uh, his son is basically kind of like on our staff. He's our He's our graphics person and his daughter. Uh, one of his daughters is the pastor's wife at Park Ridge Baptist Church here in Broward. I mean, they're all awesome kids. They got it. Yeah. But when they're kids, they were kids. Yeah. And let's face it. Um, for us, for me to get up Christmas morning and do a message, I, I am having to get myself a little bit jacked up to do this and apologize to Jesus the whole way. Lord, I know you know my <laughs> attitude here. I'm driving an hour down to Kendall. It's Christmas morning. I can't even believe I will never reveal to my wife or children that I have a little bit of an attitude. And I can't even believe you're not taking me out with a laser beam right now, Father, <laughs> because I ought to be so unbelievably grateful. And that's okay. It, yeah. it, it, it's, it's Honestly, that is we all struggle. We have the same oh, attitude as the kids. We oh, just know how yeah. to manage it. And we, and we do need to manage it. And yeah. we need to have a better attitude. And we need to create these memorial markers. Mm. Thanksgiving has happened, but it needs to continue. And yes. it needs to continue grateful for, grateful for, grateful for. Hey, kids, you know, we put up that poster board on the refrigerator, things we're thankful for. I think it would be fun to try to think of something every day. And I think it would be fun, at least till Christmas. When we go to bed at night, when you go to bed, I'm sitting on the side of your bed. As we're praying, I want you to be able to tell me one thing where you saw God in your life. And we can say, thank you, Jesus, for this. Mm. A one thankful thing. That's the quest. And, and getting them into a mindset. It's a mindset of looking for the hand of God in your life. Yeah, and and it is a good time to do it also because this whole season, the marketers are going to get your kids. So unless you fight against it almost by giving them that mindset, we're going to be grateful every day until Christmas. We're going to extend Thanksgiving through Christmas because what they're hearing at school with their friends on TV is get, 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 get. So then we have to kind of offset that to sort of, to keep things into perspective. Yes, we are told that hundreds of millions of dollars will be spent from now to Christmas. 
going after children mm-hmm. on television, billboards, every place we can imagine. So what we have to choose to do and focus on doing is to choose to combat that. If we don't do it, nobody else will, and they will never be content. Paul said, I've learned to be content. He didn't say, I took a happy pill. He didn't say, I bought the house that made me content finally. No, he was in prison when he said that. He went through the effort of learning. I've learned to be content. I'm content because I belong to God, period. That has to be trained. Mm -hmm. We have to go after that. We have to work at that in the life of our children. So we're we're done with Thanksgiving, but we're not. We have to continue giving thanks. Right. And when those parties happen, when Christmas happens, they're also golden moments to teach about gratefulness. I'll never forget, I think a couple Christmases ago, um, the kids were involved in my life. I can't remember uh, at what level, but I gave them some gifts, some small things. This was before you you got married into this family of four. I can't remember. It was, Yeah. yeah. Uh, four step kids so I gave you know I try to make things somewhat equal so you know if they have to share things fine but then I have these little packets and I usually fill a basket with dollar things and they're they're elated so I did that and for the girls we gave them these little notebooks and one of the girls just went berserk because it was one it was a Tinkerbell instead of a Cinderella or something like that some character and she went ballistic crying and what a moment that was for our family because we all stood around and everybody was in shock because she wasn't grateful Mm. and there she was crying on the couch and and it was it it was just a very interesting environment because there was a little embarrassment Mm -hmm. on the on behalf of the adults because how can we let this child get to this point where they're crying because the character was wrong in a gift that they don't even need to have Mm. you know and on and it we used it as a moment oh. really to train her it didn't quite click at the moment but later on we say we had to talk to her and say that was really embarrassing what mm. happened in front what you did in front of everybody they you got this gift and you were so ungrateful and it was something small like a little notebook that was 25 cent it wasn't even something big and uh, so Christmas is going to be an interesting time when you have kids around you will you might have that child that is ungrateful that cries because they didn't get exactly what they wanted mm-hmm. and that's also an opportunity to talk about gratefulness or set them up for having the right reaction when they don't get what they want. And understand they're children. Yeah. Understand it's a teachable moment. Understand that it's a great moment to say you don't have to have this and to take it and... and Take it away. Well, do something else with it. Mm -hmm. And I think that there are a lot of parents that can't, and you weren't yet a parent, but there's a lot of parents that, oh my goodness, I can't imagine doing that. But it's really the loss of a $2 little notepad Mm -hmm. that goes away and it teaches the child to, you don't have to have this. You don't have to have this. How many times has God wanted to say to me, oh, oh, son, you don't have to have this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a blessing. Does, doesn't seem like it's exactly what you want, does it? Little do you know it's exactly what you need. And so I, I think there's so many lessons. And, and unfortunately for us as parents, the lessons only come when we see an ungrateful heart. Yeah. The upside, and that's not true what I just said. There are teaching moments when we see a grateful heart and say to that child, I got to tell you, I'm so proud of the way you responded to that. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you something else, honey. No, that's not a Rolls Royce. It's a pen. And uh, you were so excited about that cute little, that sweet little pen. Uh, you blessed me. You, you made my heart feel good when you did that. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Just really affirming the right statements that they make. 
And again, getting their focus off of getting and trying to get them excited about giving. You will have one always that has a hard time with that mentality, and you'll have another that wants to give the world away, everything. Mm -hmm. And you have to help them have a balance (laughs) and help them get excited. But in this, we're building a team. We're building, this is who our family is. It's Roby asking me one year because some other families were going skiing in Colorado or someplace, and him asking me, can we afford to go skiing? And me saying, that's probably the wrong question. He said, what does that mean? I said, well, if we could, should we? And we talk through what the things we could do, and you know that's the year of the tires in Miss Miss Molly's car um, that we did through the church, and and that was better than skiing. And then we finished the whole conversation, and he said, "Can I ask one more question?" And I said, "Yeah, what's that? Can we afford to go skiing?" <laughs> Just I to said, know. I said, uh, probably not anyway. And it yeah. was great. We're dying laughing. But I, but getting them, how cool is it to be in a family that does this? And how cool is it to be a family that gives? And, and uh, Rob, did you see Miss Molly's car when we drove in? Yes. Did you see the tires? They're awesome, aren't they? And just get, letting your kids, hi, how cool was that to do that? We get to see that every day. There's some toys we buy that we lose right away. So setting them up, but realizing, realizing, raising a thankful heart is mandatory, number one. Raising a thankful heart will make them marriageable. They'll be thankful for the little things like, what can my wife do for me next? Raising a thankful heart, however, will not be done in a weekend. It'll take 20 years. And so understanding my child's a child, they are going to come at me. They're going to be ungrateful. (laughs) They're going to weep because it's blue and not green. Yes. And on and on. They are children. Case in point, I loved my Chevy truck Tahoe when I first bought it back eight years ago until a friend went and bought the same one and and his had a sunroof. I didn't even know Tahoe could do that. Yeah, it's all in a little of us. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's a battle. Honestly, yeah. I've got to set my example. I've got to set the standard. The standard is I want my children to have a grateful heart. Then I've got to set the example. Then I've got to do the training. This is the season. Thanksgiving to Christmas. Combat the greed and develop gratitude in the life of your children. And then cheer for them and watch what God does in their lives. You've been listening to Parenting on Purpose with Dr. Bob Barnes from Sheridan House Family Ministries. I'm Ruthie J. And if you want to find out more about Sheridan House Family Ministries or the many parenting, even marriage resources that will help you out and also benefit the children's homes at the same time, go to shfm.org. It's short for Sheridan House Family Ministries. Or you can give via text. Sending one text will send $10 to the children's homes and add that amount to your cell phone bill. You just have to send two letters, SH, and send it to 41518. You can find it online at parentingonpurpose.org. 